Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey? You'll find out in Digital 47's Looks boring. What are you on about? It looks great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of... Wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. How exciting! Uh, what the jingle? Yeah, yeah, very exciting jingle for a hat chat. Thanks for thanks for joining us. It's episode twenty. Twenty, a big two o. Venti, venti. If you wish, That's, venti means twenty. Yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, thank you to Billy, Billy Bridge. Bridge. <laughs> Billy Bridge <laughs> for the bingle there. Uh, it wasn't, however, bottles. It was so not I'm glass bottles. Actually, kind of livid. Yeah, I'm pissed that off. That no one has sent in the bottles. But who I are realize you? it would have taken some time, maybe you know, a day. What's your goddamn name? My name is Ross Hornby. Thank you. Sorry, I my name is Chris really Trot. Myself. My name is Alex Smith, and we'll be taking you through the next hour. Today's mm. subjects range from things like Dutch people living underground, fearing <laughs> the end of the world, and we released a sketch. And why isn't this in VR? Nice. <laughs> Where do you think people are listening to this? In, a, in a bunker in the Netherlands somewhere? Yeah, do you think so? I hope They're so. They're whacking on podcasts. How have we just... got internet? Imagine, what's... Do you reckon what? the... you have... In a bunker. Well, you uh, might have one. That Wi-Fi sounds like a compromised like, hole. Wi-Fi? That's a compromised hole somewhere. Well, um, and if so, Wi-Fi can get through, you don't have a good bunker. I mean, we've spoken about Whitehorse before. Obviously, we've got a lot of followers in, Huge in Whitehorse yeah. in the Yukon. Um, <laughs> in uh, but I, it is interesting to think that at some point this podcast might be listened to in somewhere quite unusual. You know, like, a, an like a Russian submarine. Yeah, a Russian or, submarine, uh, astronaut. Yeah, an astronaut, that'd be nice. Do yeah. you, I don't think it'll go that On far. an astronaut or an astronaut watching. An like, astronaut listening. Anyone could just stand on an astronaut mm. on Earth and watch it. I feel like astronauts might be not on an astronaut. <laughs> I didn't say on an astronaut. On an astronaut. What, do you, what does that even mean? He was like standing place, on a person who's an astronaut. Places right. we could do it, and you said an astronaut. An astronaut <laughs> might listen to it in space. Yeah, that's true. On the ISS. Right. Um, cool. But I don't think that's happening. I don't think no. anyone with any kind of real intelligence is listening to us. Sorry, guys. Wow. I know that's cheese. Um, you just. But we're the ones. It's because of us. Just offended our entire audience. I know. I know. But we're also. Well, I think we're lower than our audience. So that's the thing. So we're almost like, yeah. <laughs> look at these guys, like Big Brother. Yeah. We're like, <clears throat> like, Three we're the seagulls dumb, at dumb, a dumb. landfill. 
you know like we're laughing at like the mess that like other people have created you know that's how dumb we are mm-hmm. we're, we're we're just eating trash and what are the audience three dumb guys they're just they're the people filling up the landfill yeah they're, they're, trying, <laughs> they're trying to cover us in yeah right but we're there just yeah. three angry seagulls just seagulls keep pecking holes in the roof of my building you know that that's so there's like a glass top to my building and it, you have a glass the seals, roof? You mean like the, the rubber, yeah, the rubber a glass seals. roof in the, like the atrium. The this is bit. an apartment block. This so isn't a, this isn't a house, house with a glass it's roof. It's just solid glass. <laughs> <laughs> like Willy Wonka in a chocolate ah, factory. I mean, but it's like individual it's so, yeah, so, so, so in the center, like bit where you walk out from the flats, there's a big center bit in the middle. And the roof is glass. Like there's like a glass. Yeah, it looks like, like a dystopic prison. It does. It looks like a prison. Um, so imagine <laughs> a prison. Imagine the space in between, in the middle of a prison, at the top, instead of a reinforced steel grid, like I'm sure you get in prisons, mm. um, there's a glass roof. But seagulls keep pecking holes in it, <laughs> like literal holes. And then just the floor inside of our building is just constantly slightly wet. Because. Oh, so um, yeah. Uh, what do you mean the seals of it? The rubber seals. No, no, no. It's actually through the glass. The actual center of the glass, right? I wonder Jeez. whether it's How's some... it not shattering through. It's like well, Jumanji shit. I think it's probably some sort of like plasticized glass. You know, like, like it might even be like acrylic. I don't know, but like um, they've been just wet tissue. Paper. They've been smashing holes in it, like literally, like 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 fifty p holes, right? I don't know why. I don't know what. Once they've made the hole, I'm what... more scared about once they get through. These <laughs> yeah. fuckers have just broken through glass. Yeah, but there was a man yesterday. <laughs> checking for holes trying to find out where the holes were <laughs> okay, yeah. and the way he was doing it he had a big bucket oh, of water <laughs> nice. and he was just chucking it over the roof yeah, and seeing sense. where it came through and there was another wow. man inside going yep yeah, wet I was, yeah I get wet I was just like <laughs> from yeah. the very bottom right at the bottom oh my god Jesus Christ that's, it's uh, quite tall. there's gotta be a better way than doing that right uh, yeah I mean, that's how you would find it in like a, a tyre isn't it a, a puncture yeah well yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah well there you go what about crazy seagulls <laughs> yeah i guess it's tough so that's us what if you yeah. smoked the whole area and then look for smoke trails shined a big light and see where the trails go through yeah but it's all glass i mean maybe we can do that afterwards we've already made the whole fucking building soaking wet let's smoke her up <laughs> as well you know it's all glass sounds though. like some weak glass but you know what they say about people who live in glass houses what's that they get really hot it is warm yeah <laughs> i'll give you that in the prison it's too warm Never turn the heating on, which is lovely for the bills, but fuck me in the summer. <laughs> Seagulls are a menace. Yeah, and then they're not vermin either. They're not classed as vermin. You can't you can't shoot them or anything like that. You can't um, stomp them down. We've been through this as well. You can't stomp a seagull. No. I mean, no. to be fair, got fined. Although he did kind of get away with it, really. I mean, the fine wasn't that much and worth it. It. It's like pay per view. If you really hate seagulls, sure, maybe that is worth it. Mm. There was there was a um, bird. Would you eat so, seagull lo- meat? Would you eat seagull? Oh, I mean, I would. Um, or pigeon you don't i mean loads of people have pigeon don't they yeah it depends I mean, on it's the not pigeon though classic wood pigeon well no wood pigeon you can eat yeah. the, the 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 pigeons you get in cities i don't think of wood pigeons i trash think they're pigeons. The, the, the trash pigeons Pid- uh so there was actually i saw an article about this mr cocky the cockatoo survives being shot five times in australia wow so uh, how big is a cockatoo really i mean it's not not that big to get shot five times. You've covered a lot of ground there. Some cockatoos are bigger, so yeah. I don't know whether there are different kinds. Oh, I guess okay. there are, but this cockatoo is about this size. Yeah, um, and it was <laughs> shot five times. A cockatoo is being nursed back to health in Australia after being shot five times with air guns. But I mean, air guns like they, still kill things. Okay, through know? it. Like, yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. I mean, it'll pop right through that little bird. But yeah, he um, 
Unless it's like the Matrix style and just dodging. But <laughs> I'm guessing they've got x-rays there. Is that what they have? Yeah, yeah. So there's an x-ray. Is it dead? Uh, Is it still alive? No, it's fine. They've nursed him back to health. But like, wow. they call him Mr. Cocky, but I really think they should call him like 50 Cent. You know, like 50 Cent got shot like nine yeah. times. Like, He's fine. Maybe they don't like 50 Cent. Maybe they don't like I 50 feel like cent. you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to name no. a cockatoo after 50 Cent? Not really, no. Is that because the cockatoo's white? Is that what you're implying? No, no. I just don't think I'd want to call anything 50 Cent. No? No. Fiddy instead? Fiddy could work. <laughs> Fiddy, sure. Fiddy the okay. cockatoo. Yeah. Who else has been shot loads of times and survived? Um, I'm running out of think of people there. I don't Why really am I only thinking of rappers? Most of them, <laughs> yeah. No, they mainly, they mainly get shot. <laughs> Most of the other ones are dead. You get shot a load of times. More often than not, you'll die. Eventually will. Somebody yeah. shot the shit out of Rick Ross's car last year or the year before. Like he was just driving through like some... Would you call the cockatoo Rick Ross's car? What? Rick Ross's car. That's what you could what, shoot. What would I call a cockatoo, cockatoo Rick yeah. Ross's car? Yeah. I mean, if I'd found one that had been shot five times and survived, <laughs> maybe. I'd probably yeah. soon call him Fiddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was that. But yeah, this news about, um, you know, this is something I really wanted to bring up because yeah, I okay. feel like it's we could really give people some insight here. And it's a good link from Seagulls. Yeah. yeah yes. Dutch family waiting for the end of time found in secret room. So a family who spent nine years on a farm waiting for nine the... Nine years. Waiting for the end of time have been discovered by police in the Netherlands after one of them turned up at a local pub. Now, a man of 58... And six young adults, aged between 18 and 25, were living on a farm um, in the Netherlands. Quite nice, out in the middle of nowhere, really. Um, trees surrounding it. They had a nice gardens, and I'm guessing they were growing their own vegetables and stuff. But um, in nine years, no, only only person their neighbours ever saw was the guy, the man, um, who, funnily enough, was named Joseph. Huh. It's almost like people named Joseph like building bunkers. <laughs> You're refer- are you referring to Fritzel? I am, yeah. yeah of course. Fritzel's yeah. Uh, wait, wait. So... Were they imprisoned or were they there by choice because of fear or because they wanted to? Well, it's it's not really clear at the moment. We It says, we found six people living in a small space in the house which could be locked but wasn't a basement and wasn't locked at the time. According to the family, he's a father of the six children. Um, it was oh, not clear six. whether they'd been there voluntarily. Uh, the eldest son was not there at the time. Um, but yeah, like, it's not clear. So... <laughs> So what's the story? The reason, the reason they got found out is... Well, the story is... Is that they were underground. I mean, you can't live like that. Well, sure. um, <laughs> well they, they did. None of the kids years. have been to school. So so, uh. so the oldest son, I think it's the oldest son, he turned up at a pub nearby, ordered five pints, drank all of them, mm-hmm. right? And then um, started speaking to the barman and said, yeah, yeah, we've been living in a basement for nine years. He had like... They'd never been to... He'd never been to a hairdresser. So like um, really, long really long hair, really long beard. Um, and yeah, he hadn't been to school. So I imagine he's either been homeschooled poorly by the sounds of things or is largely quite uneducated. Uh, but it's not their entire lives on, in that bunker. So there was a period of time where they were just in the house. Well, yeah. How, how old is this guy? At so some point. They're between 18 and 25. So yeah, exactly. Oh. Up until like probably... They were like 11. <clears throat> early teens. I mean, 25 minus 9 is... What? 18 minus 9 is 11. Well, he's 25. 25. What if it was yeah. like... Um, so 15... Like uh, a, grand, 16, a grand design yeah. that went wrong and all they did was build the footings and then just left it there and they said all right kids we're moving in you <laughs> gotta help build this house above yeah. us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but they're like oh fuck it oh, we don't have the funds for this let's just stay in the bunker part we've just been making uh, mud or, walls yeah like, we'll just build all the mud walls and actually I got no money for the rest of it so uh, this is it cheers guys <laughs> cheers so there was a, a hidden staircase behind <clears throat> a cupboard 
that went down to the room where they were living, right? So there's an upper area. It's a normal house up above. I always like secret rooms. I know. But not for this use. But this is what I was going to talk about. I don't know, that, yeah, you know, well, there's, there's clearly some human implications here that we'll gloss over. But for the yeah. sake, of <laughs> sake of entertainment, yeah. if you had to make like, you a know, the, even more than that, you know, like the ultimate like bug out building, like the world is ending, time is ending. I mean, the end, waiting till the end of time seems a little bit pointless, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Like, why wait until the end of time? Maybe it'll just happen. There's got to be a reason they stay in the bunker, right? Like, maybe it's a slow death if you stay on the surface or, or something. Maybe. What about if you built, like, um, maybe a giant circle and there was there were doors, like, ev- like door to door, all the way around, uh, and only you know, like, the secret <laughs> entrances, but otherwise it just leads you, like, loops you back around to the other doors. So right. it's like one I of those comedies where, them. like, you see people crossing and stuff. How the hell would but, that work? Well, because only you know the which, the one which um, so you, got you, a, you can access. You got a circular building, yeah, right, like a rotunda. <laughs> but then there's doors all the way on the outsides. On the inside, yeah. So you, you go in. Wait, so there's two layers. So let's say you, let's say you go downstairs, like you're going yeah, down crazy. a basement. Open the door. Wow, yeah. I'm in a circular room. Right, this is great. But it's, there are doors literally all the way around. You just let's go say, back out. Let's the say door fifteen you... doors all the way around. You go back out the door you came in. Well, yeah, that's the way you can get out, yeah. So you go and spin around. That'll, that'll be a red door. We'll call that one a red door. That's your exit. That's your... So there's seven point five pathways mm-hmm. or seven pathways leading back to another door. Yeah. And one of them leads out. Why yeah. seven? Because fifteen divided by two and there's two doors. Well, one will lead to the start, the rest of the exit. Fifteen where did fifteen come from? No, he said fifteen doors. doors. And half of that is seven point five. Right. So there's seven pathways because they loop. I was going to say you're going to need to create like a, a tier system. So yeah, you got the initial yeah, yeah. circle. Of it's going to be a crazy noodle fest. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> and then the outside is going to be, be messed nuts. up. So you'll be walking down the corridors, going, "I'm not sure where I am." So it'd be like a maze. So you have one that's horizontal, right? That loops around. Mm-hmm. Then the next maybe one has all, maybe to go all, Maybe over every single that. one has to link to another door, but that's there's what, also yeah. um, a secret passageway within those passageways oh that God. only you could figure. So it's a second. There's a second layer underground as well. Yeah, underground. So that way. I mean, it sounds hellish. It sounds like every caver's worst nightmare. Yeah. I would have gone to, um, what's his name that you keep bringing up? What? Kevin, Kevin McLeod. I would have gone to McLeod. Well, I wouldn't this, go to him now. But he's Why gone not? bankrupt. Yeah, he's he, well, he's not gone bankrupt. His yet. investments, his investments fell through essentially, and he may have to just tell his investors that he can't pay him back anything. For okay. several projects that he's been working on. What's he been working on? I didn't know he, he still yeah, does he, stuff. He, I thought he was just a host. He builds houses. Show. He builds houses part of the show i think it was that he invested in people on the show and oh, really he can't fulfill his investments that's they fell really under. shit so during the show he good. goes hey you want some more money oh, I it's kind of like invest. dragon's den when they invest in it and then you find out later that they that investment fell through is that it because it was on the bbc wasn't it Let well, me, um, yeah let's get the actual facts i don't want to start no just, no no let's keep guessing no 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 this Back was the noodle this room. guess works really yeah. fun that's like, nuts i think living one one thing I really want, hopefully I attain in my lifetime, is a house that's like totally off grid. Like you know, like everything self, is self 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 sufficient. Yeah, yeah. So, grow your own cool. vegetables. Um, obviously, like food and stuff, I might still order. It's easy to do in my um, <laughs> but but like you know, power, energy. You know, so things like like solar, wind, geothermal. Like hell, if I could have a small nuclear fusion reactor, I'd be happy as Larry. You know. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Imagine that. Jeez. Imagine having a small, like a micro nuclear facility in your your house. That'd be dope. Uh, a lot of power. Be, I mean, I feel like you'd have to understand some of the basics nah. of. Just get like Apple's version of it. You know, like at some, right. a, a certain <laughs> just, point. Just literally get what well, the Iron Man style reactors. Yeah, because I was looking at um, 
I think it would be all right with solar power. You think so? I don't think we need, like, nuclear... Depends. Yeah, but imagine, like, technology of the future. Exactly. I mean, you could charge a car with it, you know? There's enough power in the sun. I think we're just going to improve our solar panels. Um, That would be great. Or have the entire house built out of solar panels. See, then, then you've got the issue of if you come under attack... The dome, you can call it. Make a dome. The mega dome. Just call it a mega dome, yeah. Yeah, but you can't make dome-shaped solar panels. They have to be flat. They don't have I to I guess be. so. It depends. You could, I mean, Not it doesn't future. have to be flat. They could all be, you know, like glass panels, essentially. But, mm. you know, it's, form- it's, so big it's, enough, it's big enough that it looks round. You literally right. have a glass house that God, we started that off with. That's ambitious. I don't want glass, and I don't want to... S- well, I mean, yeah. I guess if you sealed it inside a dome, you could also purify the air. Yeah. Which would be pretty dope. Just live in a Tesla. But I'm yeah, but I'm talking. Oh man, that's when Tesla brings out or, or another brand with a similar ambition to Tesla, an RV. Like an <laughs> RV will be or a semi. So cool. I mean, they're bringing that out, aren't they? Yeah, <clears throat> semi um, pickup. That'd be awesome. An but RV. I mean, yeah, like a fully integrated RV. Moving home. Everything powered awesome. via solar. Like. Um, You'd have a small fuel generator on on board. Bear in mind that people get RVs because they're like a cheaper alternative to kind of living certain holidays and stuff, right? I think and you also you can get travel them because and you can sleep in them and yeah. stuff. Like, I feel like the cost of an electric RV would probably not be worth. Some yeah, people have worth it as a luxury it, though. True. Yeah, like the big fuckers. Yeah. 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 True. And like a couple of hundred like, grand. Yeah. You know, they I love them in the States. Yeah, they're almost like tour buses, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like a rich family that's like, I want to take this luxury living on the yeah. road with me. Yeah. With a small boat on the, on so the back. Like a super yacht, but for the land. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A land yacht. Yeah, a land, a land yacht. yacht. Yeah. Uh, like the Simpsons episode <laughs> where I think Flanders gets a crazy one, and then Homer decides to get an even bigger one. And yeah. yeah, it's RV Central. That's not real, though. No, but we, did, we had a shit RV, so I think that's all I'm... Our RV... It was great. It was big. It was big, but <laughs> it just driving it was so rattly and it just it did feel like well. a mobile home just is squeaky. It is a mobile oh, home. Oh, everything rattled. Do you remember how loud it was just driving just down the loose motorway? cutlery and crockery in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down the fucking motorway. <laughs> Didn't it have like a six liter engine as well? Yeah. It's like a six liter engine just. You used that bed a lot while we were driving as well. Uh, which one? The one in the back I yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when we were going to LA. I only slept in it once. I rolled around a lot. Um, you're not supposed to. And then, and then a bloody pot of like cayenne pepper or paprika. Oh, that <laughs> went everywhere. <laughs> I was around the. Yeah, everywhere. I was in the kitchen when that happened. It, I was like, it just rolled off. <laughs> GoPro fell off the side. Super like fine particulate yeah. paprika. Imagine that. It's though. everywhere, guys. In the future, you have this super high-end RV that's like nuclear-proof, mm-hmm. and it's fucking something that you just left out. That kills you inside because <laughs> you just like, like swerve a little bit, like an isotope just spinning yeah, out. Like, ah, oh, shit! Oh wow, we've just been exposed to a serious amount of radiation. <laughs> and you can't dim. <laughs> you can't feel it now, but we got maybe like two weeks max. The curious God. system triggered, and we'd actually been locked in. It's in shutdown. Oh, you just start melting. Yeah, that was suck. Like in Chernobyl. But I'd have an RV like that, yep. which then drives up to a hidden bunker door. Ah. Oh. Which seals yes. with the bottom of the RV, and it's an elevator down uh, into it. Okay, yeah. So you don't actually go outside ever. Mm-hmm. God Incredible. damn it, billionaires! Why aren't you doing cool shit like this? They might be though. They wouldn't tell you, would they? Yeah. Why tell would they? You. you wouldn't. I mean, there's. They say um, when they do the uh, calculations for Forbes' richest um, list, essentially they still don't know all of yeah, their worth because they hide so much of their money yeah, mm. through multiple that essentially companies. it could just be you know you know scratching the surface what's the name of that thing like they hide it in different like fake companies 
Oh, uh, so it's like the paper shells. Do you mean, do you, do you mean like as in just they haven't like the Cayman Islands and stuff like that? Yeah, or, or like yeah, yeah. offshore like, banking. Even transactions are dealt through like loads of ghosts. Oh, I see. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. basically, uh, they would hire like one person who would um, live on the islands and stuff that that they're that hiding counts. their money, yeah. and then they're basically like kind of. Well, like it's just an office that of like that deals cash. with all of the transactions, right? And then they yeah. just say that they're employed by whatever. Speaking of ludicrous yeah. money. Um, I saw today that you know, ever heard of El Chapo? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, his one of his sons, which means the the chap, the chap, <laughs> El Chapo, El Chapo, um, <laughs> which bizarrely isn't a YouTube channel where a person speaks with an incredibly English accent, uh, which it really does sound like. Um, mm. He, one of his sons, so he's in prison or was in prison awesome. or something. He keeps on breaking out or I don't know what's going on. He's a Mexican drug lord. You know, like he's a, he's a modern Pablo Escobar. Mm -hmm. nice. um, and Pablo Escobar, at one point, his cartel was generating like something ridiculous, like 60 billion a year or something like that in, in, in profit. Um, so these, these places are like richer than most countries, these cartels, these big ones anyway. And um, so recently they've been trying to crack down on it. Um, and... Uh, so they were doing some stops. They were stopping suspicious cars coming through these police. And it turns out one of El Chapo's sons was in the car and they recognized him and they tried to get him. Moments later, about like eight cars, eight, eight pickup trucks turn up and it's uh, all these guys in body armor and assault rifles. Private military. That's the cartel. Yeah. So the cartel yeah. guys turn up, have a massive shootout with the police. There's like fuel trucks on fire, That's everything. Nuts, the police then have to withdraw because um, people are getting shot. There are bodies on the floor. Things are on fire. This is the middle of the day on a public street. So they like pull back to stop it. And then the, the cartel guys just drive off. But like when you have nuts. enough money to have essentially an army yeah. that can beat the government's funded yeah. authorities, well, yeah. you've just... Yeah, but that, 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 that's essentially uh, you, the story of South America, though. It's you like, almost say like that's that's the that's the dream. It's not the dream. It's just in, that's insanity. Yeah, it's insane, where it's yeah. like that's a broken. But I think we're so uh, we're yeah. so used to having like authorities having Knowing ultimate that that's, power. Oh, that's the top end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like like, but no in one's gonna South America them. because it's had such a tumultuous past. I don't think that any government has really got to a position where they have that ultimate power. Like it's it crazy, still is. Man. It still is somewhat lawless. Um, buses on fire. I will add. Yeah. <laughs> I will add the private military to my RV bunker. Oh, okay. Just well, on well, top, like, a, like an entourage, or literally on top of it. Just like, on top. On make sure no one turret. gets in. Do you think it's possible to exist in a apocalyptic setting without using weaponry? Probably not. Because the so? thing is, somebody like like you say, like somebody who wants what you have will come and get it. Yeah. Right. Well, secrecy, I guess, is the only way to protect yeah. yourself, right? Like yeah. hiding it under a mountain or something. The only way to do it entirely off your own back is to build your own bunker, right? And no one let no one else. Or know build it. your own satellite bunker. Yeah. But, you know, who the hell's going to get you up in space? Yeah. Also, who's going to go to Venus? You'd have to so, like Venus, uh, Venus of course. Yeah. Can't. The gas giant. There's no floor. Um, <laughs> That's true. There's no floor. But yeah, essentially, you have to build a community <laughs> of like-minded people, which. I guess you could immediately do quite quickly, but then that's civilization, though, isn't it? Yeah, but but <laughs> somebody else will come along and probably step that up a notch quite quickly. Like where you're, what things you're not prepared to do, they'll exactly, do. yeah. So yeah, yeah there's yeah. always going to be someone who's like, fuck it, willing I'd to rather escalate. survive. So fuck you. Mm -hmm. Do you think humanity deserves a reset? Deserves is deserves. I don't think deserves really comes into it. You mean should it be like, a reset? We've just which taken this to sounds excess very. Now. Well, I say, you say we. 
like so he's, he's gone genocidal. Like, like, like there are some yeah. places. Carbon reset. There are nations the reset that, as a whole that say pollute a lot less than us. There are nations that nah, humanity ward a lot less than us. Yeah, but we. I don't think it's fair to judge humanity as a as a whole. As one because thing. like you judge as a cheetahs and penguins as a whole. I don't. Yeah, you? but they're cunts. It's unfair. I hate cheetahs. Have you seen how their faces cheetahs? They just look like smarmy pricks. So smarmy pricks are the savannah as I the call them. The wild cat. The wild cat cheetah. Yeah. Why do you what? think they call people who cheat cheetahs? Because <laughs> cheetahs are dicks. And they run away. Um, it's nothing to do with the animal. But, so yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> humanity as a whole. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to treat humanity as a whole. Because no. look at what the British Empire has done. You know, over like the last like hundreds of so years, like we not not last hundred years in the hundreds of years past, we really messed things up. We what, were really horrible to people. What like good, has we deserve worse. Brought to Earth. Well, I don't think that any... hasn't benefited anything other than humanity. Oh, sorry, what good have cheetahs brought to this Earth? Just keeps their own, you know. So just keep them to yourself is what you want. Yep, reset. <laughs> what would you do if you discovered that plants were actually conscious this entire time, like fully conscious? There's um, some evidence to suggest that they do feel pain and things like that. But yeah. whether they have Is that based on like reactions? But, yeah. to their, like, if you yeah. cut Consciousness them, test goes down to it compared to humans and we're still delving mm-hmm. into... You know the mirror test mm-hmm. yeah. and intelligence and things like that. This is also from that Netflix mm-hmm. show. It's yeah. fine. But also, like, a lot of it, good. a lot of our judgment of, like, what's considered intelligent is based off of studies that are from the human perspective, whereas there's things that are limited in the human capability that animals do differently and or better. For example, the sense of smell and the way dogs recognize other dogs and communicate <clears> is not through the human five senses it's like enhanced through smell and things like that which we haven't used as a test for intelligence yeah like recognizing yourself in a mirror dogs may not be able to do that but they might recognize their own odor for example yeah and, and how to test is a big part of science yeah. like, like, like you know like how yeah. do you measure something how is was something tested it's just as important as the results in yeah. science so yeah what was really cool about that program you're talking about i didn't realize elephants have a stronger sense of smell than dogs you know this? Oh, really? So it's trunk in it. It's that trunk. Elephants have something like 50 <laughs> times more powerful sense of smell. So a dog's sense of smell is 10,000 times more sensitive than ours. And an elephant's sense of smell is 50 times more sensitive than a dog's. Also, their neuron connection, the size of their brain. and Yeah, they've got massive brains. Elephants have bigger brains than we do. Yeah. But mm. that isn't necessarily a show of intelligence. It's no. about. But yeah, that's super interesting. Again, that's Netflix explained, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, explained. I think I have to watch that. The mind explained. Grab a whole of brain surgeries. <laughs> And when yeah. they were slicing up brains and like kind of looking at them, because ultimately it's just a bit of mess. Bit of meat, it's it? a bit of meat, and it's just bit like meat. on the surface. The fact of it, that it controls everything. Would you eat human brain things? It'd be a delicacy. Uh, if I knew that it would make me stronger, <laughs> I would eat as many as possible. No, I, I don't know if I would. I feel, I feel like that's. I mean, to be fair, it so, looked like, like I said before, it looked like a, a billy, billy bear, bear ham because it had like the membrane and it looked like there's another layer. And if you don't know what a billy bear ham is, Google it to start with, but it's something that's sold in supermarkets in the UK. Yeah, the way they cut ham. it was like a thick steak mm-hmm. in terms of its cut. So Did it cut like a mushroom? Could. I didn't say, cut like a mushroom. Uh, no, no. I feel no. like it's got it like wasn't, the sponginess of a mushroom. To be fair, they weren't hacking into it, but right. yeah, like, oh, it's just. There's no blood. There are blood. There's blood there, right? Well, yeah, it is, there will be, yeah. They drain there it, are probably. And stuff. If yeah, it's strained, drained, yeah. Um, and um, Craig's brought up some pictures of Billy Bear ham for nice. you to see if you... It's reconstituted me sure. shaped to look right. like a bear. Billy so, Bear ham's so awful. somebody has like voluntarily donated their brain. There's nothing wrong with him in particular. No particular diseases, no particular mental health issues. 
and somebody goes, you know, this person donated it. Would you like to try a bit of brain? Just a little bit. No. I probably would. No? I would. Why not? Why not? But I wouldn't like Why would the you? idea of it. I don't know. Because it's a one-off experience, isn't it? Yeah. But you'd probably eat animal brain more. Well, I don't know if I... I don't really want to eat any brain. No? Other than chicken brains. Those are the best. <laughs> he loves chicken brain. Old Not chicken brain, we call him. He's, he, he eats them <laughs> like popcorn chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, I, say, I mean, uh, it probably is in most of uh, KFC's food, let's be honest. So, um, so I mean, a lot of other places... Other chicken shops also probably do the same. So chicken hearts are eating a lot. Chicken brain, chicken Like chicken, chicken hearts. hearts. Dime yeah. a dozen. Dime a dozen. Yeah. Well, what got me thinking about the brain thing? Sorry to interrupt you there. Um, was literally because there are ways, obviously, you can connect it back well, as you put uh, blood flows back through it and stuff if they took your brain out is it plasticity neuroplasticity that's neuroplasticity. something else yeah, yeah. If, they, if you took your brain out and they could still kind of rewire it activate it as in like keep it going like they can with certain other organs wouldn't that be the like, how, what would you be do you think because you won't have eyes you won't have you wouldn't have any senses mm-hmm. you would question. just be a floating brain he's, do, he's trying to do it. living brain <laughs> he's so trying he's just trying to he's closing his eyes now. I think that you would just have your you, memories and you'd swim around. You know, it's like sensory would you just deprivation. Be like would it be like you're asleep? Do you think? No. You'd or have would you no be senses, consciously so. thinking in your brain? Yeah, you would be. Yeah. And then thinking, God, I can't see shit. Well, or you get, I can't like, hear. Phantom limb, don't you? When uh, well, so yeah, it's like a sensory deprivation tank. But then, what if they what, what if they were just testing on you? And they was like, oh, it's just you know. And then everyone has to leave the lab for some emergency, and you're just left alive. Like that. As a brain. And it's still going. Mm-hmm. You, you drive yourself insane, I'd assume. You would just... Because you'd be in complete sensory yeah, deprivation. You'd be in like what I guess the equivalent in Inception would be the... Uh, what do they call it? Limbo. Yeah. You'd just be in limbo, essentially. But until you wouldn't your... have a physical body either. Well, well, Helen Keller famously couldn't hear and couldn't see, right? Yeah. And she's, she still like wrote... There's some really interesting stuff she said about like, you know... I can't see, I can't hear, but that doesn't mean I can't like experience things. So, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like she experiences but she, could, she could still feel right. She, yeah. her like she had smell. I mean, that's that's that lose move. every sense. But, but imagine, that seems like hell to me. Like that's that's uh, yeah, like that's uh, the embodiment of hell. And it's just like it's interesting that obviously there are like ethical laws on doing stuff with brains. I think so. But the perception of the idea of like introspection, like you know, like, the potential for introspection is pretty cool. Mm. I think. And like you know, what if it kicked you into a dream state? And you were yeah. just lucidly dreaming, like the whole time. I guess you could, like, yeah, take advantage of because lucid dreaming just, yeah, is great. Is, you know, it's cool. just like sprinkling LSD over your wet brain. Yeah, without the yeah, physical incredible. demands of your body, mm. so like being nutrition. Like, I guess you'd still need nutrition to the brain and everything, yeah. and a heart to pump it. So your brain would die without a heart, by the way. And lungs. yeah, but if they artificially could, all right, so they like create those yeah, 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 oxygenated blood. Through. So you wouldn't need to have any physical demands on your body so you could just sleep all the day all and day. also you could, yeah it would potentially live longer maybe mm-hmm. it might not age in the they same way preserve your brain because your body's better. not being fucked over from yeah all, all the, the shit other you're aspects. putting in it yeah <laughs> of the diet and the drinking and the, i imagine the, they've already done those tests as in like they've probably done things like, like brain that. stuff yeah Rat or brain. i mean very i still find it amazing that like co- like people are still conscious when they do brain surgery stuff so they could figure out certain that was um, in the thing explained or was it but they, sure. they had like voice recordings of dreams, uh, not dreams, but they could trigger certain visuals to happen oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah. poking at the brain in yeah. some ways or stimulating with electricity. It's, it's like, I see a thing now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, because obviously the, I think that episode started with um, that musician who couldn't, so after she had she had to have brain surgery. And what, what was the brain surgery for? I can't remember now. 
She had to have two brain surgeries. She wanted a second brain. She just wanted to have a second brain. She was, <laughs> just, she was hungry for brains. Just cut bits out at random. Um, but she couldn't understand. She suddenly couldn't understand uh, lang- language. Well, the, the English. Right. And she couldn't speak English. Right. So And that was fucked up. So they had to have a second surgery to counter that. Wow. But that's like... So that's amazing. It's cut like, oh, the red cord. Oh, God, she's... And then obviously, how do you communicate that with someone? Like, other than, I guess, garbled language. If so, you're trying to say yeah. something you mean, but then you're like... You don't have just, any language. Yeah. yeah. Brain surgery is fucking scary, man. It's so nuts. Well, but we have to do it at some point. No. Well, I mean, I don't, you don't have to. Well, there's going to be a point where, no, in you order might for hat films to keep going, we have to do a video on just us do doing a brain live, surgery. Just okay, Me, one of us us taking brain turns doing brain surgery on each other. Yeah. What, to continue on from what you were saying about, yeah. like, imagine a brain just, like, taken out of yeah. um, a body style. and, well, and maintained. Style. Like, imagine if... So let's say for a second... Your heart stops, right? Your heart stops. You lose consciousness. Um, oh, I need to do a heart for all, for all intents and purposes. You've just died for yeah. a moment, but it's before like you know oxygen starvation happens in the brain, like all that sort of stuff. There's no real damage done. It's like a well, it's right. Like, this can't be long between. No, like I think oxygen. Um, I think like damage happens in the brain in like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, so they get it out of your head, right? They cut everything off. Bam. Okay, we've got like 30 seconds. They transfer it out. They put it onto a heart-lung machine. They put it onto, you know, all those things is needed to keep it like it would be in your body. Like they put it in some sort of warm gel to keep it like safe nice. and stuff, right? Is it scented? Um, it is scented. Um, Lynx chocolate. Um, Lynx chocolate. Yeah, it's I a weird choice. Um, Lynx chocolate. chocolate if you're in the So Americas. yeah, so the brain is there yeah. and then bam, they reanimate. The, the brain's, you know, running again. So mm-hmm. for that moment, you were like this. You were experiencing things through your eyes. You're hearing everything. It's like going to and sleep, then, right? Bam, you fall asleep for a moment and then you wake up and your brain is now in this vat. You can no longer hear, you can no longer feel, you can no longer see. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussire Star News. I pull up the, the today's like installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on. And it says, outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. But in every other regard, you're alive. I think for a long time your brain would just consider you asleep, right? Because there's, yeah, yeah. Because there's no other state. senses triggering anything. Yeah. But then would there not your be like... Neuron. Would it not... Tri- like, would your brain not go into overload trying to find those senses? This Essentially. Is have to do yeah, that it's surgery. it's like probably why you have phantom limb syndrome. And then... You'd I mean, feel, could, could yeah. your brain kill itself in in the sense that it could it be working so hard or or you know electrons going all over the place that eventually it just kind of can't compute and maybe could go know. insane at I least. I, yeah, I I I think it's difficult to like physically hijack. We're gonna have to test it, Craig. Uh, Craig, uh, Craig's here. Um, um, hey, Craig, you down? Hello. I'm down for it. Are you yeah, up yeah. for Sounds some experiments? So we're gonna take your brain out your body. Yeah, you're gonna throw away your body. Yeah, and your brain's gonna be in a vat. Yeah, but I'll be the first in mankind, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah and yeah, then yeah. we're going to so blast you to Venus. Yeah. 
Can yeah. you name a high school after me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll, just, yeah. we'll see Craig what we Craig School. <laughs> it will, will at least a bench. At the very least, we'll get you a nice seat. Yeah, a nice um, bench. But like, so it's, I just think it's, it's, it's amazing. It's kind of mind-blowing to think that every single thing that defines me, that defines you, when you come into work each day and you interact with that person, like 98% of everything you see is completely superfluous. You're really just dealing just with the electrical yeah. signals. You're just dealing with that brain. Like, you know, like, like essentially, you know, a person's yeah. appearance, obviously we put, we put a lot of um, pride on appearance for different social reasons, but like ultimately we're all just brains being trundled around in these yeah. waggly wavy meat suits. Yeah. Like meat mechs. Meat mech. But in so a way, you're a brain a pilot yeah. in a meat mech body. Right, okay. So that's a Why robot. is the mech What you've just said, you described as putting huh? a brain transplant that into a robot. Body is the, <laughs> no, no. Your body's the mech. Your oh. brain is the pilot. I think you're meat, piloting a mech body. Meat mech makes it sound like the mech is made of meat. Because it is. It does sound like that, doesn't so it? So the like mech itself like is a, made of meat as well. It's like that Lady Gaga dress. The, brain. yeah. the brain's a pilot. Yeah. You're piloting this meat sack. Oh, I see. Right, I get you. Yeah, yeah. We are meat mechs. Yeah. Yeah, piloting uh, meat mechs. So. We're organic yeah. meat mechs. Yeah. But essentially, like, I mean, there's a lot of subconscious thought in terms of your actually, like, I'm moving my hand you right now. Believe it's literally entirely like, I oh, can do that right. whilst talking to you and, like, mm. instinctive. But oh, is that shit? That's amazing. Is that How to are you do doing my, that? Like, I have to think of every action. Does the body you have raise right arm, some of those open limitations? hand, close yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, if you had to think about it, you would. <laughs> Everything would take so much longer. That's what it's like learning when right. you come back from a stroke. Your brain rewires and yeah. adapts. So if I assume... That's what neuroplasticity is. Yeah, so I assume mm. if there's less need for having to control your body, it, they, those neuron connections would either be like lost mm -hmm. or just not utilized as much. Yeah, so when a part of the brain dies during a stroke, like... Um, you, they you, can reform. You'll lose, like, yeah, you'll lose the ability. So the neurons that previously controlled ar right arm movement or have, speech, have yeah, died or because of oxygen starvation. Because yeah. I'm fairly sure a stroke is usually caused by a blood clot, mm. which leads to certain parts of the brain not getting blood. Those parts die. That yeah. is essentially yeah. a stroke. Yeah. So you've got a dead arm now. But if you do enough physio and enough practice, you can, yeah, neuroplasticity means other parts of the brain will wire and build new neuron bridges to control that arm better again. Which what, is is, what are those toys we have? rods and magnetic balls on the end and then you make like shapes out of it like geometric shapes i know what you mean i don't know Just, the name of them. i don't know connects well, that's like neurons no yeah so I imagine like connects. it's not connects because connects don't use magnets no, but use magnets, very similar but like, or like that bridge simulator game where you have to like poly bridge, yeah. a bridge, poly bridge, poly bridge. Yeah. and sustain it yeah. over a certain like that's what your brain's doing it's mm -hmm. reconnecting i found it interesting amazing. i think it was in the same documentary about um the use of like LSD and like or psilocybin as well mm -hmm. and how it re like almost reconnects various parts of your brain um, and well, it, it can help people with depression well it can have a, a, a positive difference for so, people who have like depression oh, and stuff so just thinking differently but with the stimulant essentially mm -hmm. can create yeah. new neurons in your brain essentially I mean I guess if you had a bad trip it might not be so good but so essentially explained that and there was a really nice graphic of it like kind of all these different connectors and kind of normally on a, on a you know you're sober everything's in a certain place and then when your mind opens and apparently reconnects like various various things that wouldn't previously connect connect which is what uh, oh, people shit. say give you this trippy vibe and yeah can Should we be take a LSD positive into difference a for people with depression <laughs> take LSD into a handshake um I'd be down for doing LSD. It's illegal. I've not had any. It is legal, yeah. Uh, but this, this, this is the thing, obviously. Um, it's hard to test on and hard to, you know, prove all this stuff. Well, people microdose, don't they, in order mm -hmm. to get, like, that stimulation and that creative... Apparently, yeah, microdosing, it won't... 
it won't let you you won't trip you won't trip so you, you won't you, have any kind of sharper visions. right but apparently it, it improves some on. of your yeah think, uh, there's, a, there's a good thinking. channel that channel you um what's it called the dutch drugs channel? lab drugs lab where yeah. they do tests like that Remarkable. which is really interesting to see kind of like the effects of some of these things because you get it's a lot of scaremongering like well, shrooms behind are, it all, which being you know tested for like Improving depression and things like that, right? What was that, yeah. sorry? Shrooms. Shrooms. Like magic mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, so psilocybin is the active ingredient in, in uh, mushrooms. I've been having chestnut mushrooms for ages and had any. Difference. No luck. If anything, I a feel more. mushrooms as well. I've been <laughs> throwing them down. The my secret gulp. is to stuff them up your ass. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh, that's what I've been trying. I've got right, about 18 okay, yeah. button Enema. mushrooms up my ass right now. Nice. <laughs> and it's crowded, I'll tell you that. Um, um, yeah, I don't but know. But yeah, no, it, it is interesting because I think, like, it, the, they help you change your perspective. So I think, like you say, when you were saying about when you're sober and when you're doing your regular day-to-day -day thing, your brain really does stay in its same sort of set. You know, when they call a mindset, right? So, like, that makes sense to me in the, when you go and do new experiences, when you try new things, like, that tends to be more stimulating, right? It can mm -hmm. change your outlook. It's like, let's take an inner city kid and put him in the countryside and see how it changes their like lifestyle. Obviously there are other physical factors there like better air, sunlight, all that sort of stuff as well. But There's habits they have to reject and then adapt yeah. to new ones and new sensory But I think with with, with drug so so CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy mm -hmm. is um, a really common way of helping mental health in that it helps you to discover and work on new ways that your brain operates or the new ways that you can rationalize things. I think drug assisted could be interesting because it almost forces your perceptions to change, right? Because yeah. it physically changes the way you perceive the world. Yeah. But like you says, like at the moment, there's no structure well, to it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I think it needs to come with a form of therapy to yeah. like guide that yeah, hallucination but basically in some, order to get the result you some want. Some people have right? mm -hmm. gotten over like alcohol addiction, uh, smoking. What did mm -hmm. it get you over? I haven't had it, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've tried truffles and it was, um, oh, it, was it wasn't very fun. What, Maltesers or? No. No, magic truffles. The thing is, uh, apparently, it's, it's setting-based is what they said mm. in this as well. It's where you are and who you're with makes all the difference. Yeah, um, I think yeah, if, I, if I was, was to terrible. try anything that's so out... So if you're in a club and you decide to fucking bosh a load of acid, you're probably going to get fucked up. You <laughs> feel shit about it. Bosh <laughs> a load of acid. Whereas if you're, you know, it, you know, in a field with it's a little bit of just chilling out control. on a nice sunny day, you'll probably be all right. Well, I, I feel like if I take anything out of my comfort zone, instantly I'm worried about doing it before I even yeah. do it. So that's going to... Yeah set but me off in a bad way the fear funny. behind these things is the fact of lack of research lack of like kind of um well f fear mongering in the first place well like the idea when of a bad there was trip. a whole war on drugs which you know yeah that just halted any kind of real research for the positives that uh, can come from these things so it's it's a shame really because you know they, they are literally mind-bending drugs uh, and with more research maybe that can be controlled but I, I do understand where you're coming from when you say like you're worried about like you don't want to touch any of it because you're worried of of of, of what it might do. And I, I think like like say ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I was probably in the same state of mind. No, not fifteen years. I wasn't thinking about taking magic mushrooms at fifteen. Um, but like um, sixteen. You know, like 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 nineteen twenty. I was definitely like, oh, I'd never touch psychedelics. Like I'd never do that. I'd never do yeah, this. It's not like I wouldn't. It's just more I know how I react to certain things mm. and that when I take it I'm going to be worried about a bad trip yeah, that's yeah. just going to be on my mind when I take so it so I've, I've started practicing uh, this radical yeah. new thing of don't worry about it just fucking see what happens you know like like be good to get yourself into that though? state of mind well, yeah, yeah. Of extreme sports or like no yeah like, exactly like st stuff yeah. like 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 psychedelics and things like that yeah. like ultimately psychedelics are not going to kill you you know like like well, um, thing, yeah, you they, just kind of ride it out depends if you have a crazy dream in your throat we've all seen uh, black 
Oh, the Black Mirror. Well, this yeah. is the thing, exactly. And this is the kind of fear mongering that I'm talking about in terms mm. of it's like I commonly known. <laughs> People, yeah, mm. think that they. It's, it's where it's more like everything's vibrant and a little just bit more kind of like dribbling. Yeah. Apparently, oh, well, yeah. Apparently, acid just makes you laugh a lot, and right. you know, things are a little bit more intensified and it's just the duration in which it lasts which might be more uncomfortable for some people yeah. but, so um, drugs lab what what um ross was talking about earlier yeah. is a youtube channel that's sponsored by the dutch government where they get really attractive dutch people to um try drugs and then talk about it in a controlled setting now something they recommend and i think like the wider community probably does as well trip sitters so, yeah. so a trip sitter is a person who won't take a psychedelic who will be Make with sure you okay. whilst you're having it. So yeah, say for example, you do get the urge to throw yourself out a window, which is very rare, <laughs> I will stress. Or to just like make, keep you calm. Yeah, right? make sure yeah. you're okay because like, yeah. Yeah, which brings me on to the next segment. Trot, please take this and we'll just sit there. Yeah, just It's watching. been in the Coke this whole it's time. It's been yeah, in the yeah, Coke. Yeah. How do you feel, buddy? <laughs> the wall is moving. Um, but yeah, I, th- yeah. I think- It's really interesting. It, it might just be our echo chamber or living yeah. in Bristol, but I do genuinely think that like, 30 year olds now look at drugs in a different way to yeah. how perhaps our parents might have done um but i know like, people who've done them so like i know like from their experiences and stuff and what they've said never the, again it's you know yeah depending on where you are and stuff mm-hmm. they've said that yeah i've had i got a friend who you know did lsd in a club and said it was fucked up mm-hmm. don't do that uh but he said he did the same in uh like a i think he was camping or something he said that, that was a massively different experience and mm-hmm. literally was the best thing for him Time, place, and moderation, so yeah, very, right? Um, yeah, very interesting. Much. But yeah, again, there is always that fear factor of like, you know, what could go wrong? But, you know, you do more damage That's on, a, on a, a night out, to be honest. Up. You do more damage drinking shitloads of alcohol. Yeah. And people just go, yeah, but it's legal, so it's fine. I'm just going to have like 10 pints. It's like, well, yeah, you know, these drugs just haven't been researched properly. Consequences and, of it. You know, yeah. obviously all of them get lumped into the same category of drugs bad, A class worst, etc. Nothing mm. ever good comes of excessive drinking and binging no. right? excessive anything yeah, excessive anything. Excessive yeah. Anything. it's just we need to know the doses to make it a good experience yeah and that's what yeah that, mm. if you're interested that channel is really good for it nice. you have to put subtitles on if you don't speak Dutch though I do obviously because I um, oh, you do experimenting with of course he, he plucked something in his brain and now can speak he, several languages he cut suddenly the, cut a bit out of a Dutchman's brain and stuck it in that's his own that's what I don't get oh, or for, okay no. I don't get some people that wake up in a different language or like a, when they come from back from a coma i've heard this before yeah where somebody's coming from a coma and they suddenly they can speak, speak chinese and it's like, it's like where did you pick that reference point yeah where did you pick that up i don't know are you just absorbing information subconsciously and yeah. you've watched enough like chinese dub movies or something like or that the biggest troll ever and learned chinese just before you got into a coma and then came out and thought let's fucking really get these people or <laughs> just yeah <laughs> i'm gonna screw with these doctors <laughs> for a long time oh it could well be that <laughs> that would be or is it just amazing like but a case of misunderstanding where it sounds like a, that language i don't know they, they, i don't i think it happens. Going, oh, i think he's speaking chinese going, oh, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> it's got to be chinese doc <laughs> yeah i think they probably in the very very i'm sure very rare instances when it does happen they probably do verify it yeah i can't imagine they just guess yeah. it and then publish that it sounds a bit french <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stick that in the lancet <laughs> write that down um, he's speaking french <laughs> uh, no, no 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 can't understand a word mate speak english bonjour um, his, his mouth is full oh for fuck's sake oh god um <laughs> But yeah, like I, I couldn't even I couldn't even guess. I think I memory memory is a fascinating thing, and I think memory is a cornerstone of whatever the hell we are. 
Yeah. Um, Shit, yeah, that was the other thing. That woman who could remember like all those numbers oh, yeah. by creating a story. Yeah. So there's like... Anyone can do that, though. Maybe like a hundred different effort. numbers on a page. Yeah. And she created a story by you know like you know this number means this it's boring as shit and it's just like yeah, can't, but then yeah, like yeah. yeah like but it, it clearly do it. it's boring but like ultimately they must have something about them that they can really work with that information and process they it probably that, have that like way. a passion for numbers right yeah. like to be really into that, that and to be able to learn well, things, how to do cause, it yeah, yeah creating a story about what you see and and you know, if you're trying to remember something specific, you create a pattern to it. Yeah. Which is like, you know, like the ABC thing we spoke about the other day where, you know, the alphabet has a nice you know, the, song the, to it. So there is a, that alphabet. Yeah. There's a different form of, of memory retention to that though. So that is like Trot says, it's a learnable system where you tell a story, you create objects um, out numbers yeah. because our, our brains work better in that way. But there is also people who have, I can't remember the name of it. It's like, like calendar based memory or something like that. Essentially you can ask them, um, what was the weather like, uh, you know, Tuesday the 15th of February 2016? And they'll remember what the weather was like. Yeah. Uh, I've seen That's like, crazy. like That's as nice. in they, they have these really weirdly like rich memories. I can't remember. It's got a name, but it's really interesting. It's 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 um basically they don't forget things. Yeah. Um, is, this, is it the same as photographic memory or is it something? I not sure. Well, photographic off. memory is, I think, just a very strong visual memory. Yeah. For them, they can remember like what they were doing that day or what happened that day. Things like, like that. Like facts and really, really impressive detail, um, which was cool. really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, but you're right. Like learning certain things. Like, like memory palace thing, mind palace. Yeah, that mind does palace work. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's easier for other people than it is for, you know, some because imagination comes easier to them or they have a much more visual memory mm. and therefore they can place themselves in a geographic location in their mind easier but you can work on it like for example i did just to learn some stuff like yeah. oh just to try it out and i can walk back through my mind palace which is meant to be a memorable location that mm -hmm. you can always visualize go through and like open up the garage and you've got this crazy yeah it's a brothel i know the place well <laughs> but uh yeah you open up the garage and Door then tracy there's a, there's a piece of information there that I've converted into like a hot tub that's like really hot, that's excessively hot and spilling over the edge, which reminds me of Wave. And then it's like, that's the first part of the password. Right. Mm -hmm. And then someone. So you're telling us your passwords here. Is that what you're someone's saying? Someone's swimming in it as a crocodile, but swimming uh, well, in it. So I guess wave, wave croc. <laughs> wave croc. I guess what ties in with that is also the importance of the information you're trying to remember. Like, yeah. I, like I can remember my pins fairly quickly. Yeah. Because I know, know there's so, yeah that unlocks something important to me or that's something I need it, to access. That's all remembering. If you want to remember mundane things, you imply important visuals to it to yeah. make the mundane mm. more important to your brain to yeah. remember it. And visualize that's yourself being absolutely devastated if you can't remember those numbers or yeah. passwords. You're like, fuck. Every password I have is a serious car crash. <laughs> <laughs> a date of a... <laughs> It's a blue car. Mine are all when, whenever Diana died, that's all mine. Yeah. Just yeah. Princess Love died. That. That's all I got to remember. Dodie. Dodie done it. Dodie done it. Is, yeah, the clue. <laughs> I mean, so I, I struggle when it comes to like doing fucking like authenticators and stuff. Like, oh God, shit, what was that number? Like, just my memory is so shit. What from like reading like the, the instant yeah the, like like the two then, minute span of me like reading that number and then going somewhere to type yeah, you don't have time to was it eight four three you don't have time to put that in a mind palace <laughs> no, there's no i don't i don't store it anywhere important because i know i don't I got need 30 that seconds to put this <laughs> in yeah. the garage time to make a story um because, i think yeah it's so throwaway I, I wish mind palace had a less pretentious name and uh, no yeah <laughs> i just think of yeah sherlock holmes going i'm going to mind palace mind palace <laughs> 
I'm in my mind palace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I, it is a great, it's genuinely a very yeah. useful tool. Um, maybe just call it your mind greenhouse yeah. instead or something. Or whatever the location is, like my mind yeah. house. Uh, so there's some, ri- like, mind grotto. <laughs> mind shelter. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in secondary school, I used, I used to, people used to laugh at me um, because I was hilarious. No, because um, I'd do stupid things like, um, Bring a gun into school. I say, laugh. <laughs> you idiot, you clown. <laughs> Not another one. No, no, no. I say, laugh at me. People used to poke fun at me in science because I always used to try and be like really good at science. So, like, you know, like <laughs> try hard. Well, yeah, Stop that, learning. Put your book down. That is the nature of secondary school. <laughs> Throw away a pen. Yeah. Oh, he's learning. Yeah. To be fair, that so was I, I would like oh, try and answer weird. the questions that the, the teacher would give me and all that sort of stuff. And so one time I went home and I learned the numbers for absolute zero so um so absolute okay. zero is like so uh, when uh, do you remember temperature not really okay. um so this is this you is another, another thing yeah, no so i learned there's like three so zero degrees kelvin is the e- easy one so when it's something is, is when something is at absolute zero the particles in it or the atoms in it have no energy so they're not vibrating at all right so everything that's above i mean absolute zero is something like minus 350 degrees celsius or something like that so um you know, it's got to be pretty fucking cold. So even really cold things still have some energy inside them bouncing around. Um, but I learned all three. I learned it in Fahrenheit, um, Celsius, and Kelvin. And literally the next day that I was looking these numbers up just to like try and impress my friends or something, our chemistry teacher said, does anyone know what the temperature for absolute zero is? And I managed to rattle off all three. And I was just like, ha! Nice. <laughs> I look like really super nerdy here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I forgot it. But I did learn... Um, <laughs> pi to like eight digits or whatever so like 3.14159265535 um that's oh. pi to like 10 digits it's a few more digits than trump managed it is what on um, at pi well he went for pi did he there's a quote about him just getting pi completely wrong right mentioning pi i mean it's, it's sort of stupid because yeah. like using pi like it's i don't a, measure circles ever yeah. like you know like yeah. But like I thought, like oh, if there's ever a pub quiz, it's like right. If you're so smart, give me pi to like ten digits. It's interesting that because obviously, yeah, like yeah. the argument for like oh, why should I do maths when I could just use my calculator on my phone? Um, if you watch The Apprentice, which I watched recently, there is still an argument for that because holy depends shit, they were literally. You end up with. Sorry, yeah. depends on the career path you go down. I of guess. course, yeah, but well, like their phones running out of battery. No, no, they were they were just um, stood in front of. They were doing a meeting um, with. They were trying to buy something from mm-hmm. someone, and they just basically on the spot couldn't work out some simple maths and holy shit they were just none of them and they were all refusing to use their phones they were kind of like oh well um you do you know and it, oh do you what about you and none of them like wanted knew. to get their phone and it's just out. like fu- and none of them wanted to give them an incorrect like answer so it even sounds worse mm. but it was oh so fucking cringy just to see people just what kind of the math? struggle i think it was just like 123 plus like 200 and something it was basically just a 323 it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy but it's just like that's an argument for basic maths and learning it. Uh, otherwise, just get your fucking phone out. Like I, I've, so I've been trying to learn basic maths at LARP. Okay. So um, one of the best things about our currency system is it's all in tens, right? It's a decimal system, so it's uh, ten, you know, ten p, ten times ten is a pound, you know, all that sort of shit. Ten yeah. times ten pounds is ten pounds. Um, no, it's not ten times ten pounds is a hundred. Uh, but in <laughs> LARP, in LARP, I like do the I play the financial game a lot, so I'm always like dealing with money. <clears throat> that system goes 20 rings to a crown, eight crowns to a throne, right? right okay. So it's, a, eight it's 20. 28 eight to, one. to one, right? And so you're trying to do math and you're, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, okay, so, okay, so that's... One eight, crown. That's seven crowns, 15 <laughs> rings, and like. <laughs> Just the conversion rate. I mean, converting anything is still like, it's annoying. It's infuriating. Yeah. Um, um, 
Well, oh, that's shit. a good workout. And also, yeah. I've sort of got it down now. I can do most of it in my head. But it's totally fucking useless. Outside of that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is useless. Um, so, uh, but talking yeah. about memory, I've, I've, I do have a last, maybe not a funny story, um, but it is still kind of bizarre. So this mum of mum of 44 kids banned from having any more children. 44. So she has 44 kids. I mean, do you think she remembers all their fucking names? Probably because, not, right? Yeah, she'll remember their names, but like some of them have got to be old. 44, yeah, true. I mean, how many twins is she having? Because she that's doesn't look that point. old there. Uh-huh. And that's a lot of kids already. Or have they just got a random stock photo of a family in Africa? Because you so never know. Mariam uh, Nabatanzi yep. from Uganda was married off at the age of 12 and gave birth to her first set of twins a year after that. First Five set of twins. At, oh, at 13. Oh, fuck. That's pretty rough. That is rough. Um, the 39-year-old woman was a... Oh, God, this is a, a sob story here. She was abandoned, uh, etc. And has been supporting her surviving 38 children alone. Surviving. She lives in, a, in four cramped houses with her children and are surrounded story. by coffee fields. Doctors have now banned Nabantanzi from having any more children. Um, wow. Uh, what, what, what was the cutoff? Because I think if you get in the tens, you should start dishing out a couple of bands here and there. Maybe if they're just... They may just not have known. 40. Sorry, she had unusually large ovaries. She was advised that birth control could have left to health issue, led to health oh, issues. Okay. Hyperovulate, so, releasing multiple eggs in one cycle. Significantly increase the chance of having multiple births. It's That's always insane. genetic, says the doctor. That's amazing. God, she's like a queen ant. Yeah, but it's really not a positive. I mean, um, not in this scenario, no. No. But there are plenty of people out there who might, you know, want kids. Ten maybe... plus. Ten plus kids. Well, no, I don't think anyone should have any more than three. I mean, if I had my way, people would have like two. We should have recently raised the. Um... China uh, limit two two. Oh, I thought that happened ages ago. Uh, it happened uh, so twenty sixteen, I think. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. So um, previously it was one, but um, this was on a John Oliver episode. It's pretty interesting actually. But the issue is, uh, they're all single. Ch- they obviously all single children. Um, and I think there was a huge imbalance between men female and, and male. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot more men than there are women. Right. Uh, and so it's also feeding into the uh, traffic, like human trafficking. Well, because, because a male. I don't know now women have now. become this kind of precious jewel for all these, uh, you know. Well, because men were prized. That's the thing. They yeah. wanted they wanted yeah, male they children. Bought, went, yeah. So there were stories of like people chucking their female kids down wells Literally, and yeah. all this sort of stuff, like Shocking. killing their daughters. But now, yeah, there is this massive yeah. imbalance to male to female. So now they're desperately trying to get people to have two kids. Um, and there's probably some laws but on what the they both come out male? Well. Well, yeah. well, you haven't helped it, yeah. have you? You haven't helped the problem. I mean, yeah, who knows if they, they'll start literally saying you have to have at least one female. I think, I think population control is a great idea. Like, I, I think that, like, I mean, why? why? Like, sure, you're, <laughs> as an individual. This clearly wasn't something they thought about, though, isn't it? Well, no. They, they never expected there to be an imbalance and then for it to cause yeah. a huge issue with various other aspects of their economy and yeah. politics and such. It's a difficult uh, subject to get into without all the facts, right? It oh, is. Yeah, well, like many things we discussed. But can... Yeah, I don't want, to go into, don't want to go into this too deeply, but can you really think of a reason why limiting people to having two kids is that bad? If you have four. And, and how good it is for well, the no, planet to only have two kids. Like, the the issue have... was that they were um, they were having to... So people who had accidental pregnancies were having to have you know, forced abortions uh, or if they had a kid uh, in its late stage, then their kid was either taken away. So I'm, um, I'm not saying militarily enforce it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not for like abortions when things go wrong. I'm just saying that if you said to yeah. people like, please try and have just two kids, like, because like, I think that having a shit ton of kids and then not raising them well is quite selfish. Um, it's, yeah. What if you have four kids that's raised really well? 
Well, that, well that's great, isn't it? Well, that's, that's more, a like, good excuse for it. Potential like, neuroscientists or like yes, people in the but world. I think that's a bit of a gamble. I don't think that all four kids are necessarily always going to be raised that well. Maybe you have to do like a test, like GCSE. See, now that is more fucked up, I think, than me suggesting too. All right, well, you have to do a like a parent test. Yeah. For A, your living conditions. Kind of like, you know, social workers do. And like, even if you have a dog from a shelter, they check your environment to make sure it's suitable for that pet. Yeah. Same thing for parents. For parents who want to have kids. And then based on your score is how many kids you can have. I suppose that is a good counter argument to like... It's like, well, social services will come by and check your house is okay before you can adopt a child, right? Why not having a kid? Yeah. I that, do, you say, what, do you say test to parents? Yeah. Potential um, parents. But then... I don't know. I think that's... You have yeah. like a other box, which you always do in surveys, which mm-hmm. is like any other comments. I'd request four because you need four to lift a parasol. <laughs> what? No, you don't. A parasol? What, like an umbrella that goes like this? A full... No, to be carried around. <laughs> to be carried oh, around. a parasol. Palladium. Palanquin. Palanquin. Okay. Well, so you, is this you being lifted up by my children? Yeah, your children. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that's a great. Well, that's use a, for, it's a dream. I, I mean, if you got rid of your car, then I imagine your children are slaves. Fly. In some way, is that huh? your personal slaves? Are your kids in this? And way, I'm a although. personal trainer. Sure. You're like those are some strong kids. Strong He's been lifting me since he was four. Yeah. Just refuses to buy a car. It teaches them, you know, to work together. Yeah. to lift me and uh, keeps them exercised it's oh, an interesting great. idea it's um, a great concept then I judge the kids and put the best ones at the front so I can talk to them and the ones that are not <laughs> the, so good, the, the ones the poor conversationalists oh, get man. them back <laughs> so smart kids what do you think hello Igor master I'm doing two <laughs> keep it up Igor at the back <laughs> Igor I've told you call me father not master it looks really weird in public <laughs> sorry master <laughs> I'd I pass mean, the parent survey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kids. parents uh, obviously never say they have favourites, but they must have favourites. Absolutely. They, they just have. don't they say. They just would never say. They just don't um, say. And I bet it, it kind of differs. Like Whichever one's had more an impact on their free time. Yeah. Yeah, whoever's been less of <laughs> Back a Back to the late. school again. For this time. It's got to fluctuate as well, right? Because like, you can be terrible in your twos, yeah. but then you turn into a very well-rounded teenager, but yeah. then you become a shithead. Yeah, adult. I had a cousin like that. I, spoke, I think I've spoken about him numerous times, yeah. but like, I now get on great with my cousin. Him yeah. growing up, he was literally like an, a devil child. Like, like he was like the biggest pain the in the devil. ass. I had to take a switch to his legs once. A switch? Well, it wasn't a switch. It was a bamboo stick that I stole out of my grandma's garden. You know when they used like... Um, <laughs> You know, you know, you know those bamboo canes. It's time. Well, he was really irritating me. Like he was, he was. I, bear in mind, I was about he pushed his luck. I think I was about thirteen at the time. Yeah. All right, so old enough to know better, but not old enough to be arrested for it. Sure. Um, I got a bamboo cane that my grandparents were growing like sweet peas around, or like poppies, or some shit. Because yeah. he kept on coming up and kicking me in the shin. Like, like, like he had literally come up and go. Uh, uh, uh. He was about. He was probably about. 10 at the time yeah, I imagine right. Right. Uh, and I was a few years older than him I was just like stop it so I pulled this thing out of the ground whoop, straight on the back of the legs chased him around the garden with it it was brilliant back of the legs and now well. he's a great guy yeah. and I think I had a big part of that you, um, you learned him yeah I learned you him learned good you learned him good every so often you know when we're having a great chat being best buds having yeah. a drink and he starts to get out of hand I'm just pulling that fucking bamboo cane out just you, you, like, you've got it on the wall yeah <laughs> there it is so for that Point scenario the part of the parent survey yep. where you have to discipline yeah you can put that story in. You, I think you get a pass. I think I would be a strong disciplinarian, but I also probably spoil the shits out of them as well. You know, like my dad bought me a PlayStation when I was like 
13 or whatever. I think spoiling is, is worse. I, yeah, I don't like that. Difficult. But it was amazing. I, was quite... I still remember getting a PlayStation like, yeah. now, you know, like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Well, yeah, you know, sure. Like, when but... you get that, but you... It was I a birthday present, something, right? Yeah. 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 It, wasn't, it wasn't just you got it on a random just Tuesday. Frivolous. Well, actually, your dad was like, oh, I'm going to just spend Or because you've been thrown out and this would calm you down. So he, the, the PlayStation had come out like recently. It was like the first like yeah. big console release, like next gen, you know, like when we started using discs properly rather than the Saturn, you know, it's like, right, this oh, is so a PS, disc only. PS1, yeah. This is a PS1. It's the first one, yeah. And he brought it back from London and I was like, He's like, oh, I've got your PlayStation. I didn't really know what a PlayStation I think he bought it was. For, did he buy it for himself? Is it one of those things where he no, bought it for you? No, I, I think he was interested to, to see it. its like role as a, a new thing because he's always liked tech. But yeah. like, um, no, he never played in it. Well, he, he occasionally like played like something like a rally game or something like that, you know. But like, yeah. uh, apart from that, yeah. But I think, I, I think that's a really cool thing to do for your kids once in a yeah, while. Yeah, of right? course. But I think there's there that risk of spoiling is when you're their excessively... to a degree. Of oh, like how yeah, yeah, easy yeah. it is to attain certain things when you have to work for it for, the, for these things. Do you reality. think it's worth? I know we only got like what it's already over. Do you think it's worth living in a shithole to make your kids appreciate things improving? It's interesting because obviously you're trying to better yourself in your personal life, but then if you have kids, it's too you, good for you, you and then you have kids. I don't think I don't I don't think that should directly affect the way you teach your kids. Um, I don't know morals and, and value and a work ethic. I'm going to make them kiss the granite kitchen work surface. <laughs> I thought you were going to say just make them kiss. I didn't know where no, that was going. Then. The, the granite work surface because of yeah. how much that cost. And mm. how they should appreciate It's all about that. doing, like, like, I guess you would encourage. That's, what, that's where chores coming, isn't it? Yeah. As, as much as we all fucking hate chores, the whole point of that was to teach you that you can't you just get this really nice meal or something if you don't wash up or yeah. you don't do this, this, and this. Like, I, I think it's I'm important to make a distinction burn. between cost of something and the uh, quality of something. Yeah. So, granite worktops obviously are very useful. They're very strong. They look nice. They um, are very durable. Yeah. Try selling one to a three year old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, you can teach that to your kids that, like, these are good things. They don't like, care. Treat them with respect, yeah. they're made well. Yeah. But you don't go to them like, this cost me 20 grand, yeah. you know? Yeah. This cost me a whole year at private school for you. Look you, at know? It. you don't want to do that. No, of course not. Like, I mean, and I, yeah, I don't think that would come up. It's more of a case. Of I've got like, a conservatory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's more how a case much of not just going on the market. Let them have a free for all and go, here's a credit card, go have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's where it's like, when you don't when you don't have that kind of work ethic and I it's usually it, as a result of mind. the bad reinforcements when they're like they're just giving you shit and just to calm them down you give them something oh. to like distract them yeah essentially like, what, just like take 10 pounds yeah. and get out of the house ipad and just, parenting now isn't yeah. it like yeah. where it's just yeah here's an ipad just fuck it and then it stops oh, what's crying. on youtube oh my god i didn't I even know understand. because i didn't check because i'm like, a shit parent you drown you yeah it's diff it's easy for us to say because you're not Exactly. kept awake every fucking night yeah of course from so screaming and crying yeah it's yeah. easy for us to say it because none of us have ever had kids yeah. no. parenting advice from think. three white Definitely. guys and who've then, never had kids in all honesty yeah that would be so tempting to just go here you go that's going to entertain you etc and sure. when they when you but, take it away and then they're crying and crying and yeah. hours on end you can see how that creates a habit right mm. where it's like I know as soon as I do this yeah. it's going to pacify them yeah what's well, up with your dog we don't have the same sort of thing that. right yeah. ourselves like, oh, is it? Yeah. You probably, I mean, not Loves saying you do that, but you the could, iPad. You could <laughs> do that. <laughs> Fucking Mochi on those. She's oh, a she's, hacker. Uh, she's great. Speaking of which, we've got a new sketch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she is hacking. Yeah, well, uh, it's kind of spoiled it there. But. Uh, sorry, yeah, Trot is the, hacking. Trot is hacking. And Mochi is there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trot's moving her arms. But that was really fun to make, though. That was, we, yeah, we yeah. got an um, opportunity to do uh, some sketches. Uh, thanks to YouTube channel stuff. Uh, but that, that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. That's all yeah. we have time. We could keep going. Oh, we also we have a Pornhub style t-shirt. Yes. Um, which just which says Hat Films, but it's a Pornhub logo. Pretty it's, much, It's yeah. done so well. We've done a restock. So, so there's more stock available. Yeah. So please check out our store page. 
which, which is, is I think you could yeah, store.yogscast.com forward yeah. slash hat films will, that will redirect you, you to the right page uh, and essentially yeah if you are interested in getting it grab it soon because otherwise they won't restock them this is, and this is the you'll last be the restock. one emailing us randomly saying can you please restock this one thing from two years I've ago I've had to make my own t-shirt because I live in Whitehorse in the Yukon someone, <laughs> someone did that didn't they <laughs> yeah but they live in Australia I think I, that's um, fair enough yeah I'm really happy with the new quality of the t-shirts yeah like they've changed the t-shirt style mm-hmm. it's really nice and smooth now it's awesome it's 100 percent cotton 100 percent cotton it's lovely uh so yeah so um last thing we do is thank all the people who have supported us on patreon you mm-hmm. are literally lifting us up on a sending us you are holding us up on, on a, a palanquin, palanquin. <laughs> there a we parasol. are we are balancing <laughs> on top of your like crowd surfing uh so thank you for supporting us uh you can send us your questions and fingles to yes. hatchat at billybridgefilms.com somewhere around it which uh, I know is a mouthful, but that is that that that's the link right there. So um, yeah, send send that stuff in. We do want the. I still I'm still looking for the finger with the uh, water with the, the glass bottles. Bowls. Yeah, glass bowls. So and, bring uh, that to us. As always, the patrons are credited at the end of our YouTube video yes. and our VOD, mm-hmm. uh, which is available on YouTube. Just yes. search for the Hat Chat Podcast. I think it's YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Hat Chat. We've got now. That's lovely, yeah, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. nice and simple. And thanks for watching. Yes. Well, see you all next time See in the next, next podcast. One. Sorry. Bye. Bye.